All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Gin and Barrett. I am your host, Meg, and this week I'm super excited to be joined by an old friend, my first college roommate, and someone who happens to actually be famous now, which is still really weird for me to say, but that is Christine Sidelko. Hello, Christine. Welcome to the show. Hello. Good good morning. Top of the morning to you, chap. <laughs> it's me, foggy London town. No, I'm not in London. I'm in Arizona. But hi, <laughs> thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for coming on. So yeah, Christine and I have been friends for eight years now, which is ridiculous um, because she was my very first roommate in college. We both went to school in DePaul, in Chicago at DePaul. I didn't know that I was just going to blurt where we went, but it's happened. Um, And I I also don't, don't, I don't hide it either. Um, But uh, yeah, so we were roommates in the dorms we lived together sophomore year as well. And then was it in college or was it after college that you went viral and became famous? It was in college, wasn't it? It was sort of in college. It was like, um, like I got Vine. I think Vine came out our freshman year. Um, and like it did, it took a while for people to like be like creators on there. Cause like, you know how when like an app first starts, it's like, here's my cat, here's my yeah. dog. I ate a sandwich. Um, <laughs> so that's how I used it for a while. And then, um, I posted a clip making fun of this. Have you ever heard of Maddie B raps? I think so. Yeah. 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 So he had this like YouTube reality show. Don't ask me why I was watching it, but I was, <laughs> um, and he goes, my friends and I love this dance called the Nene. And whenever we hit it, it gets pretty crazy. And so I posted that and it like blew up like hundreds of thousands of likes or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, this gives me dopamine. I'm going to try <laughs> like go viral all the time. So that happened. So yeah, I was doing it in college and then junior year, I started making enough money that I was like, oh, I'm going to drop out and move to LA. <laughs> so yeah. It was pre- I mean, it was pretty awesome of you. And you like, I remember in college, you were very talented with it. And it did get to the point, like, especially because I worked in, um, like I worked on campus for housing services. Like I would get stopped and people would be like, oh my God, you live with Christine. Like, are you just really, oh my- yeah. Like everyone would just be like, you're like, you must laugh all the time. And I was like, well, we're still, we're still <sighs> roommates. Like we still have to like do dishes. And shit. And I was like, I yes. know. Like, yes, we do get along. And yes, she does make me laugh. Um, <laughs> no, but it was crazy. Yeah, I never knew that. And then I never knew people came up. Oh, to you. oh, definitely. But like I did, like I, I didn't mind it. I just thought it was so funny. Um, and then I think it was, it was the vine you did. It was like the Merry Christmas one. Um, mm-hmm. that absolutely, t- I mean, and it is fucking hilarious, but that one <laughs> sticks with me because to this day, you probably hate this, but like to this day, my sister's every Christmas, like my sister's like, Merry Christmas. And like, when we first wake up on Christmas morning, my sister's like, it's Christmas. And I'm like, I can't believe that we are literally quoting like my college roommate. <laughs> I know it it. it is weird I get that yeah it's interesting I tweeted actually this week I was like um let's just let it die it's been five (laughs) years um but a lot of people are like yeah you're right we should just make because I think I say it like four different ways and one of them is married crisis and people are like I think that's pretty fitting for 2020 I was like okay yeah Yeah, it's funny because it's like it's stuff that like probably my biggest pet peeve um and we don't have to get like super into this is that I hate when people, my fans, find something or react to something I say that I didn't even really mean to be that funny. <laughs> and they, they think it's so, 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 so funny. And then it makes people that don't like me think that I think that I'm funny all the time when I'm doing all yeah, this stuff. I'm like, no, yeah. like, they're just like a 12-year-old that thinks everything I say is funny. I'm not 
I don't think I'm that funny. So that's kind of annoying. But yeah, that's how I kind of feel about Merry Christmas. It was just like dumb, just saying words weird. And I like posted it late at night and woke up and it was like so viral. I was like, uh, okay. It's a good one though. And at least, I mean, you could go viral for so many worse things like, you know, screaming about refusing to wear a mask in Walmart or something like that. (laughs) I know. Have you seen the edits where they like put like screamo music over them? Yeah. They're like, well, the, the thing is, is that I like, and I, I, try not to get overly political on this podcast mostly because like I'm not very informed but I will say like living abroad one thing I've noticed is that that the whole anti-mask thing is just not in terms of like how passionate like absolutely like if I get on the tube which I don't really take the tube that often anymore because I'm working from if I get on the tube there are definitely people that aren't wearing masks and I am dubious as to whether they're exempt or you know I mean obviously I don't ask people like should you be wearing a mask but there there's enough people that I'm like surely not all of you are exempt because of some sort of medical reason but people just don't wear masks maybe this is like more of like a polite british thing people just don't wear masks like they just blatantly refuse whereas like it's not like in america where these people are throwing temper tantrums like in england it's just like it's it's way less people that oppose it and the people that do they just kind of like walk around without a mask on and don't really say anything about it they're not like how will that fucking like it is that is what has made me feel like whoa I don't totally relate to America anymore because I'm seeing I'm seeing these videos and I'm like, this is like not normal. Well, I don't think anyone thinks it's normal, but like, I'm just like, that just doesn't happen here. It's crazy. Yeah, it's very, it's very American to think that basically anything that even would slightly benefit someone else other than yourself is like taking away your rights or it's very, yeah, we've got that rugged individualism, which I don't, I mean, I don't, I can't think of any other, at least first world countries that don't at least teach some form of like collectivism, like a lot of like Asian countries, you know, like they're just like, that's in their society is like together stronger you'd think it would be like a you know an easy concept to get but I just I have a theory actually not to get too deep into it that like American old west cowboy movies have like shaped this like American conservative mind where like they literally think they're Clint Eastwood yeah like running around I'm like you're fucking not (laughs) like no I mean that that we did I did study loads in school how much those old westerns did like shape humanity so I don't think that's an absurd Oh really? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. No, but um yeah, it's just it's just crazy. But anyway, so yeah, you're famous. We went to college together. Um <laughs> Yes. And like we we were in like the most cringe periods of college together as well. Like <laughs> Oh yeah. For um, sure. Like so just to keep it with the the drinking theme so I don't anyone who actually listens to my podcast because they're drinks enthusiasts isn't like what the hell is this? Um so we yeah, we were roommates in college our first year which is when we both got our fake ids which if you go to a um a college in chicago that is like the be all end all of your social existence you either have a fake id or you don't have a social life basically or at least that's how things were back in our day i don't know how it is now i think it's the same because they have all those like sorority like all the i was really glad to go to school where like the biggest thing in the world wasn't sorority fraternities i would have been so super annoyed yeah i mean i yeah, I don't like I, at the risk of just like hating on Greek life. It was more it was more just that that wasn't my thing. So I didn't want to go to a school where it was so big that I would just feel like constantly left out. Um, Same. Yeah. And so I'm glad like it definitely was a thing at our school. But um, 
not it like it was it was kind of no big deal if you were in one and no big deal if you weren't um but yeah felt the same oh my god um they would do like those little hand things oh my love my little (laughs) (laughs) you know more than i do oh my god yeah no i wouldn't have survived five minutes in that um but anyway yeah so we got fake ids and i remember well you got yours like way before me didn't you you got it pretty quickly I think I got it the summer before freshman year just so I'd be ready. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was not that well connected. I got mine St. Patrick's Day weekend of our freshman year of college, um, which was like kind of, I mean, you know, the first half of the year sucked because yeah, it was like, I felt like the entire existence was like, you'd get told some random address and you'd either get there and it would be pitch black and it would be like, okay, we just got punked or you would get there (laughs) and some creep like junior or senior would open the door and be like, you know, who do you know here? How many, like, they'd be like counting how many boys there were. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Like you literally couldn't pay me to go back to that part of my life. I know there were some weird house parties. That's why I was glad I had a fake idea. It's probably a lot more expensive because you have to go buy drinks, but, but I find, I found bars more fun. Anyway. Yeah, definitely. No, that was all. And I mean, cause I like now I obviously have, you know, a raging drinking problem, but like in college, <laughs> I, like, I don't, like, I don't think I actually drank that much, but for me, it was just, like, I, you know, I wanted, like, the the How I Met Your Mother life. Like, I just wanted to hang out in a bar all the time. Um, yeah, they're fun. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, so we got our fake IDs, and actually, like, I feel like my first good memory of us and drinking was the weekend that I got my fake ID, because that was when we went to, um, I went to Clark's, and so St. Patrick's, well, two things about Clark's. Clark's every Thursday. R.I.P. R.I.P. I know. Didn't it close? Yeah, yeah. I think it did. And so Clark's, I mean, Clark's had two locations. One was in Belmont and one was um, was near our school. Um, Lincoln? Lincoln Avenue. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that was it. Um, yeah. I was like, I'm, I feel like I'm like losing my Chicago card. But anyway, um, so Clark's, so Clark's is a diner. Um, and then like the Lincoln Avenue location was like randomly a basically, I mean, I will know, I wouldn't say nightclub. Forza was more of a nightclub, but Clark's is just like a very seedy, Forza. I know, um, <laughs> oh, God. very seedy bar. And on Thursdays they did pitchers of Bud Light, not like glasses, not pints, but pitchers of Bud Light for, what was it? $2. It was $2 pitchers, wasn't it? I think it might have been. That sounds way too cheap, though. But, yeah, it was really cheap. I remember being like, holy shit. (laughs) And the funniest thing about it is that it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, there's $2 pitchers. Like, I'll get first round. It was like we each walked in and got our own pitcher and just drank straight from it. (laughs) And we were. I have two. Yeah, you double fist. Like, we were all underage. (laughs) And we were just these children just walking around with pitchers of beer. It was like. I know. We definitely did not look 21. What state were you from? I was Ohio. I was Iowa. Um, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And it was funny, like, because, I, yeah, I feel like you, um, we all, like, well, obviously, you're kind of at the mercy of whatever states the per- the CD dude that you got your fake IDs from was offering. But I picked Iowa because I was, like, Iowa's somewhere that I'm never going to really, like, visit and have to worry about people knowing that it's fake. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, and so that for it was St. Patrick's Day weekend, and they dyed the beer green. So not only are we all walking around with giant pitchers of beer, but it was bright green. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I walked in and I saw you first thing, and you were white girl wasted. It was great. 
Yeah, I can't say I really remember that, but <laughs> I'd be shocked. Yeah, if you did. I remember the beer. Um, so was that the night? That wasn't the night that I. It was. It, it was. Was yeah. it okay? Oh, that's right. Because in that photo I sent you, I'm wearing the I- Irish you Irish you were beer. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> so dumb. Do you still have that? Yeah, that was. I don't. Oh, no. I wish I did. I have no idea. I moved so much. I moved since like freshman year I've moved at least once or twice sometimes three times a year that's crazy that is a lot of moving yeah um um but yeah I think if that's the night you're talking about then I think that was the first time I ever blacked out wow which was interesting yeah because I remember them telling me oh you went to the bar and I had no recollection of anything outside of our dorm yeah so I literally I thought they were lying to me because I'd never blacked out before I was like that didn't happen I don't remember it so it must not have happened like no you did and look you just threw up all over yourself I was like oh and they had pictures of me they're like here's a picture of you I look so stale like this like little (laughs) smile like totally on another planet I was like oh I guess I did they're like yeah you got picked out I was like oh my god blacking out always reminds me of have you seen click with Adam Sandler I'm sure you have um Mm, you know mm -hmm. when he like puts himself on like autopilot or whatever and he's like able to have conversations at dinner but he has no memory of having them and he doesn't Mm. say anything meaningful like that's blacking out to me well in in like the best case scenario that's blacking out obviously it can get way worse than that um yeah who knows what you say when you don't remember yeah but no that was that was classic um and then yeah you you barfed but I at the time I'm well over this now not that I like enjoy vomit but at the time because I hadn't been exposed to enough drunk people I had like an intense vomit like phobia um and you mm-hmm. knew this and I, you just like texted me a photo of your vomit on the floor but you were like you weren't doing that to be mean you were doing that to be like you might not want to come back like I threw up everywhere <laughs> I didn't need to send the photo though I'm sure you would have believed me without the evidence um, yeah that that photo I sent you though that Luke sent me it literally I looked really hard you can see like a vomit stain oh in the god. corner of the ottoman it was so gross oh god uh, such college. such grim time times yeah well yeah but speaking of um vomit phobia that's pretty much why I don't really drink now is like I hate vomiting yeah and I every hangover I ever get it's never just a headache I always vomit always see that that sucks dude like I am I I mean I always knock on wood but like to this day like I've now been drinking for like nine years probably um and I have never I, uh, the worst is like, I've felt super sick hungover, but it's never even resulted in me throwing up and I've never thrown up drunk before. Um, I hate you. Yeah, I don't like, I, I mean, a lot of people, like some, some people, when I tell them that they're like, oh, but like throwing up makes you feel so much better. And like your hangovers are just worse if you don't throw up. And I'm just like, I can see that, but I hate the act of throwing up so much that like, I just am glad that I don't do it. <laughs> Yeah, and I not to like get too gross about it, but I'm like a spewer. <laughs> like I, like I'll be like my friends are, like they have videos of me like from like in the bathroom, and you just hear like, yeah. and then I like so actually I have this thing where I say to me the two opposite ends of the spectrum are taking a huge hit of like a bong or yeah. something and throwing up one's the best one's the worst and both of them i have the same reaction afterwards i'm like (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) like i like literally can't control myself like they're like the two like the antithesis of each other so funny yeah so that's why i smoke and not drink. yeah no there there are so many people that are that are like that um 
I I know what you mean. And I also like, you know, now that we're on the downward spiral to 30, like I have a lot of friends that are just getting to the point where they're like, like people who never had issues with it in the past. And they're just like, yeah, the hangovers are getting like so bad that it's just not even worth it anymore. Not worth Um, it. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, you like the taste of alcohol though? Cause even when I like getting drunk, I would always go for the stuff like this could be just a normal lemonade, you know, like I just don't like the taste. Yeah. Of alcohol and I think much. like, I think that's my downfall to be honest, um, is that I like to the, actually both of those things are my downfall. Like the fact that I like the taste of it and the fact that like, I don't throw up, like, I mean, I definitely, my hangovers have definitely gotten a lot worse. Um, but I still think that I'm, I've got like a stronger liver than a lot of people that I know. Um, so yeah, like You're a, built for it. Yeah, yeah, it's just like I don't know if it's like the <laughs> Irish Polish like heritage in me. Um, oh yeah, I was gonna say that, but I didn't know if it be racist because I'm just like, I don't. I'm just American. Yeah, I mean, it, like I definitely get it. But like my dad is is the same where you can ju- you just kind of put a coin in his slot and like it very <laughs> rarely you know, results in disaster. Like he can kind of just hold it. And I'm in most cases that's, I'm like, but yeah, so it's like, it's good, but it's also like terrible. Cause it's just like, I like to drink, you know, um, you call it, call it a lush. You're not, you're not an alcoholic. Yeah. You're a lush. Yeah. That is, that is a classier <laughs> way of, of referring to it. Um, that's what I call my parents. Cause they like to have at least a glass or two or like a mixed drink with dinner or they'll sip like, um, they're like, Oh, just give me some of that. Will you pour me a glass of that? Like honey rye whiskey. And I'm like gagging yeah. as I like give it to her, but they like it. No, I guess. My, I don't my know. parents I, are the same. Like they don't drink massive quantities, but they drink frequently like nice quality stuff. Um, which I think is just, I guess like middle age, but I, I feel like especially moving to, um, like moving to London, I've just gotten really fascinated in like how like just di- drinking culture and how it's different. Um, like people here definitely drink way more than Americans, like 100%. Oh, yeah. um, but it, then it's also just like, you know, like I have friends, parents who drink like, here that drink like loads, like constantly. And then like my boyfriend's parents really only drink at like social events and really like moderately. Um, so it's just like, it's very, I mean, have you found like with how much you've moved around and stuff, even in the U S do you think that drinking culture varies or do you think it's kind of just, um, I don't really know. I can't, I can't really say that I've noticed any difference, but there probably is slight differences, but what was it like in LA? Um, well, yeah, actually that's a good point. Um, I did go out more in LA, um, because I don't know, kind of peer pressure, I guess, but, um, I still had fun. Yeah. The, the people like to drink people like there's big house, like the houses are there are really nice. Like lots of people have really nice mansions or they'll like rent them yeah, out yeah. or lots of clubbing. I never liked that. That was kind of what was like, I needed to stop drinking. I don't like that. This like, I don't like it that much and I don't have fun in the places. I'm always underdressed. Like it's very, um, up, more upscale yeah, yeah. but still but still binge drinking but I like the dive bar yeah binge yeah. drinking more yeah no I that definitely makes sense I mean I haven't um spent that much time in LA but I think what like having you know grow like went to to college in Chicago and then moved to London I'm so like what I can't stand about LA is the fact that you need a car to get anywhere um 
just yeah. be like I and I know there's like Uber and everything although when I was in LA it was like so expensive um I was like you can't yeah it's so yeah it, you can't afford to do that on any sort of regular basis and so I did but I just like because I've just never really lived somewhere as a person of drinking age where I needed to worry about having to drive anywhere um like the notion of either having to spend like a hundred dollars on an Uber or God forbid, like worry about driving myself home in somewhere like LA. It just like it, anno- it yeah. annoys me. Um, yeah, I, it annoys me just even without the drinking part. It's so it's basically I would tell people it's like a bigger, hotter, more spread out Chicago yeah. because it had it had all those little tiny. I mean, I, I pretty much every city has a little something, yeah, you know, a little yeah. you know Tokyo, whatever. But um, it was like similar vibes to Chicago, but it was just hot and like you had to drive everywhere. And I think the best part about going out is like stumbling around oh, yeah. in the yeah. city at night like that's the best part so yeah it was it was a little different um I don't miss it I can't say I miss it but <laughs> no yeah. but it's a good experience to have um and probably like the best age that you could have done it um you know if you're gonna if you're gonna live somewhere and realize that it's not where you want to live long term you'd rather do that in like your 20s than, than no it's now. a good point I'm I'm glad that I I was like, well, I don't like this, but at least now I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No use dwelling on and it. And what about, I mean, like, what about people-wise? Did you find it, like, did you find people as vapid and full of themselves as, like, the L.A. stereotype goes? Or is it not actually quite that bad? Um. So there's definitely a lot, a lot, a lot of those people. Um, and I've heard a lot of other people say this, too, but you just got to find your own people because there's plenty of both. Yeah. There's plenty of really 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 cool people and there's definitely plenty of annoying people um so I was lucky I think the most um friends I've ever made like the biggest number of people are from it's either Chicago or LA I made a lot of friends uh, friends out there that um I'm still really good friends with so yeah it's just kind of figuring out like the first crowd I kind of fell in with definitely was not my thing got kind of sucked in realized like this isn't me I don't like you know what I'm doing I don't feel good about myself like physically mentally and then once I kind of broke off from them I found more people that I definitely had more in common with yeah and I mean to be fair like what you described is exactly how I felt about like the first year of college and that was in Chicago so I completely agree like I don't I don't think you could ever make that I firmly believe that you can find, like you said, you can find people that you'll get along with in any city and you can find assholes in any city. Um, I don't think any city deserves like a reputation one way or the other across the board. Well, and it's not fair to say they're from LA cause it's pretty much all trans. Well, that was, so that like- was actually the, the next thing I was going to ask you is, um, is, is like, did it sort of like one of the things that I always think about is like, the being an insane baseball fan one of the things that pisses me off so much is Dodgers fans like I like all Dodgers fans are all celebrities and I get it like it's like the nearest team to like where a lot of them Mm -hmm. live um but yeah I just think of LA as being like no one is actually really from there um yeah it's definitely true there's some but yeah actually a lot of people from Chicago um actually you know if you're I forgot to tell you this um I watched the Red Sox win the World Series at Dodger Stadium, and I didn't even care, and I left early because I got free tickets, and I don't like baseball. Yeah, I mean, I can't. And my dad's you. like a he's a huge Red Sox fan. My dad is, and he got so mad. Oh he's like, God. you didn't even stay to watch them win. Like, yeah, so but funny. um, yeah, didn't the Dodgers win this year? 
They did. Yeah. That was like a yeah. huge deal. Yeah. Um, no, it's just, it's fine. I mean, like you could definitely, I actually think that Chicago, although there's loads of transplants from like Michigan and Indiana and Ohio and stuff in Chicago, obviously, but I think Chicago has to have the most like actual native people. And maybe I'm just being completely biased, but like of any of the major cities in the U S like major, major cities. Um, because like New York is loads of transplants. Um, but yeah, London is kind of both extremes. It's like in a lot of ways it feels like absolutely no one is from here, but then you also have loads of people where it's like their families have been here since like 1400, you know what I mean? Like they're just like absolutely like born and raised London. Um, you know, depending on whatever part of London they're from, you can feel like people are from different countries just because they're from like opposite sides of London, kind of like, you know, lots of other cities. But, um, yeah, so I, that, that's one of the things that I always, now that I've lived away from Chicago, I feel like Chicago has the most people that you're actually like, okay, you're from here. Um, I would agree. Yeah. And like you said, the ones that are transplants, they're mostly from that area. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I think, yeah, like the majority vast vast majority of people in chicago are definitely midwestern um don't you know oh my god not that bad yeah. i'm gonna go down to the go down to the lake today <laughs> literally just sounds like that, making a murder yeah i miss it too uh, brandon why'd you do it he's like i don't know <laughs> um yeah, so I, th- I think I want to move. I don't think I want to live there, like, to die there. Yeah. But I would I would like to move back there for at least a couple years before I move on or whatever. So what about, this is, like, a super boring question, but, like, weather-wise, did you find, have you found living in, like, L.A. and Arizona and places, like, such a relief compared to Chicago, or does it actually not really matter? That's kind of why I said I don't think I'd want to die yeah. there, is I think – um, I could handle it for a couple years, you know, um, get an ankle length coat, you know, <laughs> um, avoid like the grids where the, like it's sh- the lake wind shoots right up, up your like skirt yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I think I need to live somewhere where there's no snow. It's definitely not a passion of mine. Snow. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I don't like, I don't know. I think it's weird because, I definitely think I'm a person who needs four seasons. I don't think like I wouldn't want to live somewhere. Um, four seasons, total landscape. No. <laughs> God. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, London has four seasons, but they are way more mild than Chicago. And I have gotten used to it in like a very good way. Like, it's just like, you know, like winter here, you're talking like forties usually. Whereas really, yeah, okay. Um, and it's not nearly as rainy as people make it out to be as well. I was just going to say, is it as gray and rainy no, as people say? No. Interesting. Okay. Like, I mean, to be fair, it's rained a lot in the past like month or so. But on average, like after living here for four years, I really don't think it rains any more than Chicago does. Like, I think it's just like a normal amount of rain. Um, Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But like the summers here, like it gets hot in the summer, but it is not like, you know, in Chicago, it's like pretty much consistently like June through August, it's going to be really hot except for a couple of days. Like here we just have heat waves where it's like one week, it'll be in like the eighties and nineties and then it's back down to like low seventies and stuff. So it's just it, it like in summary, it's just mild, um, which I like, but I don't, I don't think that 
Chicago weather would be enough to like put me off of moving back there for the rest of my life. But I definitely think after living here, I would notice the Chicago weather more probably. Mm-hmm. So you, you think you'll move back to the States sometime or you think you'll stay? There? I think I will eventually. Yeah. My, I want to get citizenship yeah. here just so that like, if I ever wanted to come back here, I could like at the drop of a hat. Um, and I'm like a year and a half from citizenship now. So I really don't have that long to wow. go. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say that sounds so long but yeah I mean it it sounds long considering the year that we've all had but um considering like I'm almost four and a half years into it it's just like it's all gone very very quickly um yeah well you seem like you have a lot of fun it's interesting to see your stories are just like because I've been to London once I went um summer of 2018 oh yeah we didn't get to see each other that was such a bummer oh that's right yeah Yeah. but I'm a big like um uh, when I go, I love people like, um, like relaxing vacations. I'm definitely like a sightseer. Yeah, yeah, like, whatever. Um, and so it's really, it was really cool to see like just Buckingham Palace or that circle or like all the buildings are like, they're like, you've got like convenience stores that are older than our entire country. <laughs> I, know, I know. Like that's why America's so, it's just such hubris. I'm like, we're not even 250 years I old. Know. Like I know. I, uh, I still, I still haven't gotten used to that. Where, I mean, like, like my, you know, the apartment I'm sitting in right now is, um, it's Victorian. So it's from, you know, like late 1800s, early 1900s. Like my parents' house was built in 2000 (laughs) and we consider that like, ooh, it's, you know, an older model. (laughs) Yeah, that's the, I think this house in Arizona is actually 2002. Um, but yeah, it's crazy because like, what was I going to say? Um, never mind. I forgot it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> go ahead that's why you're the oh, host no i not. mean no it is it you definitely should when you're able to and all this bullshit is over you should definitely come back here um and i'll show you around because it is like thing about london is that it's a great city like it's so great to visit here as a tourist and like you said see buckingham palace and westminster abbey and uh, all of that big ben and all of that stuff but then it's fun to come back and like start doing some of the less touristy stuff and just like going into pubs that um aren't just like full of americans it's just it's a fun it's a fun place to to visit <clears throat> at the point of guinness yep. i've got a friend a friend a youtube friend that lives in devon oh yeah southern, yeah like on the coast so um i was gonna do like as like a because i started um doing online school again to get my degree but i kind of uh, quit that for a while. I'm hoping maybe there'll be some kind of student loan stuff in the next four years. I don't know if there is, I'll probably go back, but I was going to do like a graduation trip, like go yeah, see him yeah. and maybe even go to like Italy or something like that. But obviously traveling's off now, but it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But at least you guys are trying like this. I mean, it is it, here. I mean, you are probably very lucky that you're not here right now. Yeah. It's, I don't, it is, it, we're in a weird phase of all of this right now because when everything first happened in March, like it was horrible, like definitely do not want to go back to that period of my life. But there was a sense of solidarity because like my family in Chicago was basically go like same rules, like same restrictions. Like it was, all, we were all just like, it was crazy how we were all in the same boat, even though we were like across the ocean from each other. But now it's like, we're technically in lockdown right now. Um, so none of the pubs and restaurants are open, like only essential shops, you know, we're not really, we're only supposed to leave the house for like exercise and going to the grocery store, we're not supposed to mix households and things like that. And back at home, like, people are having like 200 people weddings, you know, like in my parents' hometown, the, 
um, they shut like Kane County's um, restaurants and most of the restaurants have just decided to stay open like against the governor, you know, like it, so it's just like yeah. it, which is like here it, that's just like that's just not a thing like just like defying you know what regardless whether you agree with it or not it's just that's just not what the pubs here are doing if the government tells them to shut they're shutting um so it is like the second kind of wave whatever you want to call it has been really weird because there's no longer that sense of solidarity it is like everyone's in a very separate boat and that makes it really weird yeah it's interesting it's like the um I can see when they're like oh like if you shut it down you know people it's going to affect their mental health or, oh, they're not going to have money to do stuff. I'm like, yeah, because in most civilized countries, the government is taking care of those people. It's like, it's like, so it's like they have a point, but it's like, that's not how, I don't think how the richest country in the history of the world should work. (laughs) You know, it's just crazy. But yeah. So what are the pubs like there to get back to drinking? Like, is it, it's Guinness everything or no I mean so bearing in mind although like you know my boyfriend's family is from outside of London so I do like I do know you know parts of of other parts of the UK quite well at this point but my you know most of my experience is London based like pubs are I mean they'll have like craft beer is super big in pubs so yeah like every to your point every single pub has Guinness like Guinness is definitely the most reliable thing because it's every single pub will have it but they'll have like loads of craft beers I mean it's not like a lot of pubs in London have 312 which always blows my mind mm. um or like yeah. loads of Goose Island beers um they'll you know some of them will have like Bud Light and Blue Moon and stuff like that and then like UK based and then I mean they've also got wine everyone here drinks gin and tonics and you know you can get Jack and Cokes and stuff but it's just the culture is just very much like, like pubs are like where families go to meet and hang out on a Sunday and stuff. And you'll like have lunch and the kids will be running around and the, everyone will bring their dogs. Like that's another thing is that dogs, like no one has their dog on a leash here. The dogs are just, yeah, like the dogs are all just like well-behaved and don't need to be on a leash. Um, and yeah, people just go hang out at a pub and like people obviously get wasted. Um, and you'll have some pubs that are more, clubby like they'll kind of like you know after 10 p.m you'll have like a dance floor and then you'll have some pubs that are like super super nice or super super you know dodgy and like you wouldn't necessarily want you know kind of like dive bars in Chicago like same same vibe um yeah yeah, but it's it's just like it's much more of a um it's just a place that people like stop in whereas you know sometimes I'm in Chicago and like depending on what neighborhood you're in you're like oh I've just walked 10 minutes and there's like nowhere where I could just stop in and get a drink um so that's probably yeah I think maybe we like not like demonize but like like you said I mean well the drinking age is lower there so people start earlier there so it's but it's also more the culture too because here I feel like it's like oh if you're drinking at a certain time or if you're drinking in a certain setting it's like you're an alcoholic where it's like it's not necessarily true but I think people it's a lot more judgmental I think yeah I think that is entirely true um and some of it like some of the the habits here on the whole and I I feel like I'm allowed to say this because I've now lived here for four years and I participate most of it but some some of it's just not healthy I mean like you know you like the technical drinking age here is 18 I think you can drink in a pub like with your parents and a meal when you're 16 or whatever but like you know in America, the drinking age is 21. I feel like the average American kind of starts da- at least dabbling in booze when they're 16, probably. Some people a lot younger, some people a lot older. Here, like, the drinking age is 18. 
a lot of people here start drinking at like 12. Like I just, I was going to yeah. say 12. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's such a thing here to like be in a field with like, you know, malt liquor and stuff. Um, and I don't, like, I don't <laughs> think that's great. Um, and yeah, you know, it is just, it like, I think it's, I don't, you know, Americans a lot of time like to just say Europeans in class like Brits and French people and Italians and Germans like all into Europeans and like culturally you can't really do that um no yeah. like the French and stuff like they'll start giving their kids glasses of wine at like 10 years old but they're just so much more yeah. civilized about it that it's like not you know not necessarily they're like bad. oh this goes well with this food not I'm gonna drink as much of this and then eat a couple scotch eggs yeah. and throw up <laughs> yeah exactly and it's like like thing you know like one of the things that blows my mind I was actually talking about this with my boyfriend's family recently here Christmas Eve is like our equivalent of Black Wednesday it is like a huge drinking night here like everyone wow. goes out for Christmas Eve and in my like I don't know what your family traditions are, but Christmas Eve is like, we do Christmas Eve with my mom's side of the family. We have like a whole Christmas dinner. It's like very important. And my mom like spends a lot of time cooking and stuff like that. Like the notion of me going out with friends and getting shit faced on Christmas Eve is like, there's no way Like there's absolutely. Yeah. Well, why would you Christmas morning? You're going to be, I guess maybe they don't, I mean, they're not going to be vomiting like I do because I'm an American lightweight, (laughs) but um, yeah, that is really weird to me. It's uh yeah and like like my boyfriend's family they were saying like they've never done it because they're exactly like they were like why would you want to be hungover on Christmas Day, um but yeah. I know I know a lot of people here who do it and I'm just like like I've gone out for Black Wednesday twice and I had a lot of fun for it but the trade off is that you're hungover on Thanksgiving which isn't like super yeah. fun. Um, yeah, well, I have no Thanksgiving this year, COVID and racist family members. <laughs> so uh, I was just doing it with my parents, which will be fun. We're still going to do everything, but yeah. Wait, you guys, uh, you don't do Thanksgiving? No, in, no, we don't. Yeah, because that's a, that's a celebration of our genocide. There's, You've got plenty of yours. But. <laughs> uh, well, there's, there's so many like TikToks of um, Americans asking Brits questions. And one of them is like, why don't you celebrate Thanksgiving? And the Brits are always like, because it's an American holiday. <laughs> like, this is like yeah, how- like the Puritans left us <laughs> to go do that. <laughs> like, I know I've seen some of those too. Where like, I can get some of them, but yeah, some of them are so stupid. They're like Americans are so ignorant. I'm sorry, they are just so dumb. I think it's our education system. We don't know anything about other cultures. They'll teach like a whole like high school year of like Texas history, just one state, and they won't even know like where Pakistan is on a map. It's like crazy. And I I think the other problem that's slightly less at the fault of Americans and more just geography, but like here, like America is just so big and like flights are so expensive that it's like, I mean, it's, it's like $600 round trip to go to Orlando from Chicago. Whereas here I can go to Milan for like 30 quid round trip. Like it's like, it's just so, (laughs) I I know, but it's like, it's so obviously I can't go anywhere right now. So don't, uh, don't be jealous, but like, it's like here, it's just so much easier. Like what for me as a kid would have been going to the Wisconsin Dells for my boyfriend's family was like going to Portugal. So it's just like, it's just, yeah, people, people here are just so much more exposed to other cultures. Um, and that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I guess like all the different States in America have different cultures, but not vastly enough. that It's like, you know yeah i mean pretty much though that's what my theory about why it's so hard to govern here why we have like the states rights while we're still a federal government is because it is so vast like it's there i mean different 
um, geography breeds different cultures, which is really interesting. Yeah, definitely. And you have so many different like import exports based on, you know, where you are like, uh, yeah, everyone's just got different things going on. Now that I live in a much smaller country, it's crazy to me that America is even like a functioning country. Well, you know, I mean, it's not, (laughs) it's the thing. Um, but yeah, I think that there's a lot of, not to get too into politics again, but, um, there's a lot of people, um, kind of waking up. I'm one of them, you know, about like, Hey, like I know I hated Republicans, but the Democrats aren't so great either. Um, you know, the whole thing is kind of just not that great. So hopefully we'll, I mean, if we're around as long as, uh, Britain has been, maybe we'll figure it out eventually. (laughs) Yeah. And like Britain doesn't even have it fully figured out even remotely. Oh yeah. Well, that's the thing I was telling my friend, like, even like you guys think Boris Johnson pretty much is just a moron, right? Yeah. As a general rule. But even your, even your morons sound smarter than our smart people. Yeah. Like I was listening to him, like there's just something about like I watch Antiques Roadshow and a lot and the the American version's okay. It's cool because I like American history, but the British version is just 10 times better and they're just so good at small talk and like banter and just so like personable and it's just I don't know what it is. They it's just like in their DNA that they just chat and they it's just fun. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think like and I think you if you and I did like I don't mean this as a slight against the UK. I think if you move anywhere, because I used to feel exactly the same as you, and then you move somewhere and you just you have like it's this super weird phenomenon of like finding your place there and like fitting in, but also like kind of falling out of love with the idea that you had of it because you realize, oh, it's actually a real place with loads of issues and stuff as well. So I know exactly what you mean. Um, I don't necessarily think that people here are smarter than, you know, people in America, but yeah they just sound they're just saying they just oh, yeah. sound like yeah. even you're you're like he's like well and i've got this blood and, and then our our smart people are even like well sometimes i don't know yeah. like it's just no i totally agree because sometimes it, like i don't know how much if you've watched like the uk version of love island well it's the original love island but like yeah like those like some of those girls well and the guys but like they're just they're they're absolutely dumb as bricks but yeah i agree with you that like the acts their accents and some of the words that they use they do come up you're like whoa you know, uh, like American reality TV stars would not come off as like, like you guys would sound like Hermione to most Americans. <laughs> it's Leviosa, not <laughs> Leviosa. Yeah, I got, um, I do like every time like my British friend that lives in Devon, I'll, I'll hang out with him and I'll accidentally pick up. That's why I was surprised you didn't have even like a little bit of an accent. Cause I know you like, you like the lingo you pick up, but like I'll hang out with him for a week and I'll be like, yeah, can I get the, uh, and then I'm like, wait, I sound yeah. British, like not good good British but you know no I know I mean I do like I I definitely think it's I've gotten it a little bit actually like living with my boyfriend because he because he's also got a really like a much more northern accent um and so like because I'm often you know like how when you you say something you start like for example when I was like 12 I started saying bruh ironically and then it became like (laughs) a thing that I said for real all the time it's the same like I'll make fun of Harry's accent and then all of a sudden it's like words that I actually um like he says book book (laughs) like he's like oh I'm gonna read my book and like my book. Yeah, I would start making fun of him for it, but now I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna sit and read my book, and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake! Like, oh no, yeah, that's like my mom. She's like got major North Dakota, <laughs> North Dakota. Can you can you hand me that big over there? I'm like, what? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, there is, yeah, a lot of different accents that, like, people from that don't have a lot of experience over there just think everyone sounds like a posh, you know, Londoner, but there's, like, huge difference. That's what still blows my mind about about the UK is that there are more accents in this tiny, tiny country than like, like than in the whole of America. Like it's like it's, we've <laughs> yeah. got like fifty states, and it's like you could really break America down into like four accents, probably, and you couldn't even break London down into four accents. It's crazy. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. they're like the, the we're from Liverpool. Yeah, with the Beatles. Yeah, we're bigger than Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Like you've got you've got the Scouse accent. You've got like you know super posh like. Queen's accent, you know, you've got like an Essex accent or Cockney, and that yeah. Oh, Cockney! Like, that's what every time I do like a fake one, it's like, oh, <laughs> get some chip, get a quid for fish and chips, yeah. yeah. It's like the horrible Dick Van Dyke bastardized. Yeah. Oh it. God, Mary Poppins! I can't watch. I cannot watch Mary Poppins. I literally that accent. Wait, is that what? It, is that what it's from? Yeah. 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 I was like, Dick Van Dyke's in Mary well, Poppins, I right? <laughs> I haven't seen the the Mary Poppins Returns, but from what my parents said, like, Lin-Manuel Miranda's is pretty bad as well in, like, the new one. And I love him, but I'm just like, God. <laughs> like, yeah, I've heard – I started watching that Bly Manor show yeah. on Netflix. I'm not super into it, but um, uh, I saw a lot of people on Twitter from oh. Britain that were, like – criticizing all the accents yeah. no my my parents watched it and they said that it was actually distracting like how bad the accents were i, I think the girl the one american girl has the worst accent <laughs> she sounds so annoying i guess sometimes i can't even get through it but yeah i mean it's okay i just it's not scary enough for me as i think yeah problem. but yeah it's interesting i mean so do you think you have a better like you could do a better impression of like a scottish or irish accent having been around british oh absolutely not i am honestly i am like the worst i i think that my ear has gotten really good for accents not not like anything you know i wouldn't like impress people on the internet or anything like that but like compared to the average american like i can definitely pick out like a geordie accent or scottish or northern irish um like I can pick those things out. I cannot say like speak in them myself. I'm like I can't even try. It's horrible. I know. Yeah. I I'm sometimes good, but I've noticed anytime I like think about it too hard, yeah. it just falls apart. Yeah. I have to like be loose or like really high or something where I'm just like, oh no, no, yeah. no, no, it'll come out fine. And then as soon as I'm like, I'm gonna do this accent, it sounds like shit. And I like, like I have like I have this friend Eddie who can just like roll in and out of these different accents, and it's like it's so cool. And I'm just like, yeah, I just can't like I can. Hear hear it in my head but what comes out of my mouth is just embarrassing it's a skill it's like you're drinking i don't have that skill well i don't i don't have either of if the i could skills. trade I yeah if or... i could trade my drinking skill for for good accents i definitely would <laughs> so what's like what's weed like there do you guys um it i mean it's not legal like it is um in parts of the u like in, you know in like illinois now um i don't think i mean i think there's probably people like, you know, trying for it, but I don't think there's like a, an insane movement to get it legal, at least not as like intense. Although maybe I'm just not up on it as much, but yeah, I mean, it's like, it's definitely here. People definitely do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, I had some when I was there. I, like, I feel <laughs> like, I feel like I like, since I moved here and like work in like a financy job and also because, um, there is such a pub culture, like I just don't go to as many like house parties. Um, 
you know, I'm also just like 26 and I just feel like my house party days are really dwindling, but yeah, Yeah. like I definitely feel like it's like, it's definitely a thing. It'll be interesting to see if it ever gets legalized here. Um, Maybe I should start a weed podcast like you have. You should. Like weed. Weed and bong it. <laughs> Weed and Weed, bong I don't. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's it's interesting because I um I don't think I I don't think I even really smoked. I did edibles a couple times in college, but I didn't get into it at all until I moved to California. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh my god, this shit's amazing!" <laughs> like, yeah, and I think I it, it, it. it is so much bigger in California, isn't it? Like, I think yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because it's all grown there. Like, it's like the perfect climate to grow. Yeah, it. yeah, exactly. Like that West Coast. No, it's it's interesting. It's been interesting to see. Like, I think I was home. Went was it last year in Illinois when the dispensaries opened and there there was like you know lines for like blocks and stuff. That was when I was home for Christmas. And that was really funny. Um, yeah, there's there's loads of CBD here, but I've not I've yeah. not bought any because it's so unregulated that I feel like I'm just going to waste my money on something that doesn't do anything. If I like, if someone told me like, Oh, this is a very reputable CBD oil. I might try it. Um, but yeah, you can get that. You can get fucking like shampoo with CBD. You can get coffee with CBD drops in it. Like it's in everything here, but I just like, I'm like, I feel like it's just a marketing scam. Um, yeah, that hap- the, that's popping up a, a lot in states that are either just medically legal or totally illegal. Yeah. I'll see it even in like I live in the summers, upstate New York, like like um, meth country in the in the hills, <laughs> you know. And they'll they'll be like CBD at the like grocery. I'm like, really? Like that's crazy. But I don't know if I ruin my tolerance like smoking THC all the time. But I don't feel yeah. shit unless it's like you apply it. Yeah. Um, on your what is that called there's a term like temples for, or whatever no not the body part like for um like when you put something on the outside medically Externally? on the outside whatever <laughs> yeah that's like i think there's some topically. different term anyway topically yes, yes exactly <laughs> um you're british so you have a better mastery of the language now um but yeah that works but i don't feel anything when i yeah. smoke it or when i no. <laughs> yeah it's um well actually that it does bring up a good point though as far as differences go way more people smoke cigarettes here than the u.s like way more like it's crazy yeah i've noticed that um, it's um yeah it's i mean it's it's and the sad thing is that like england is nothing compared to like italy france and spain like they all i mean like i you know when i was in germany there were like there were more cigarette like vending machines than there were ATMs and stuff. Like it's just, it's so that's crazy. Yeah. But here, like it is like, it's just, it's just, it's funny how many people in our generation smoke cigarettes here because I'm like, did you like, didn't you guys get like taught that it's not good for you? Like, I'm just like, it's just, it never like, yeah. apart from like people, you know, just like doing it at parties in Chicago, it just, it never occurred to me. Like I'm going to be a smoker because it just seems so expensive and like not not mm-hmm. a lot of like benefit to it um but here yeah like loads of people um smoke cigarettes and like i mean loads of vaping all the time yeah that's it's i can't do the weed vape either it's because it gets so hot yeah. and like just destroys my throat but yeah my british friend chain smoker i will admit if i am drunk rarely when i am i do like a good cigarette yeah it's but very um common. um yeah, but they, but you guys have like the, like, there's like photos of like 
dead baby lungs on the Oh yeah, no, the it's carton. the same. It's the same as Canada. Yeah, and that that's the other thing that blows my mind. I'm just like anyone who's like a regular smoker. I'm like, so you're going and buying this pack of like, you know, you don't even. It doesn't even say like Marlboro on the box. It's literally just like this horrible lung. <laughs> it's just like I know. It's crazy. Like you look at it every time you open it. You're like, I want this please. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, and it like, it's, you know, obviously there's the health benefits, but to me it's so expensive. Like I just, I could not deal with it as a habit. I'd be like, why am I spending all of my money on this? Um, And it's not that great. You get a little bit of a head buzz, but again, I would just rather smoke weed. And it makes, it makes you stink. It makes your fingers stink. Like it's just. I know. I had like a phase where I did start smoking a little bit because I didn't have weed. And I was like, no, no, (laughs) it's not worth it. It's gross. No, no, no. Definitely. Okay. There's two, there's two stories um, from when we lived together about drinking that have come to my mind. The first one was freshman year of college when we were in the dorms. You're definitely going to remember this when I, you had stayed in, we're doing like, I think you were like watching friends or something. And I yeah. went to a house party and I, I didn't get like super drunk, but it had, had some to drink and then ended up pulling this photo of these, the dogs playing poker, like that famous photo yeah. out of a dumpster um, but I was like with some friends ran back up to our dorm room and just like ran in while you were just like completely sober, like <laughs> relaxing on a Saturday night. And I was just like, I'm just going to drop this here, like this giant framed painting of these dogs playing poker. And then I just like ran out. <laughs> and just like I had forgotten and then, until you started describing it. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so right. Because I was just like, I think I was sitting on the food side. You just run in. I'm going to put this right here. <laughs> I found it. See you later. I was like, okay. What is? I love it. What but. did we do? I mean, that was like, I think, I feel like it was like filthy. Like it wasn't in great. I mean, it was obviously in a dumpster, but I don't remember what we did with that. If we just like threw it out at the end of the year or something. I think, I think I remember throwing it out. Cause I do remember it being a little yeah. brody, but, um, I do that too. I love looking for like just stuff in the street that you could steal. Oh, my, the or, number of know. traffic cones that like we took during, like, why did everyone just love taking traffic cones? It's such a weird weird thing you get mischievous when you're drunk I guess Um, I don't know and then the second and this is the drunkest I've ever been this is like the worst I've ever felt and to this day this is it's the only alcohol that I've ever ruined for myself but basically it was Halloween our sophomore year of college um okay and so me and Christine were we were living in a two-bedroom apartment on campus um and me and christine had lived together and then they put us with a random person and it was a two-bedroom so one of the bedrooms had a bunk bed and one of the bedrooms was a single and me and christine were like okay we've shared a room together before it the you know we have to do the nice thing and like share the you know two-person bedroom so we did and we were given this random roommate i honestly i I mean who knows where on earth she is, but I'm just going to fuck it. Her name is Chantal and I don't give a shit. Um, Chantal. Oh, I thought it was Chanel. You're yeah. right. It was Chantal. And so, so yeah, she was the rando and we got off to a really bad start because we all moved into this apartment and her mom stayed with us for like three days, like a whole weekend. Um, she was like, like, and Chantal had her own bedroom, but it was a tiny, tiny single with a tiny single bed. And presumably I didn't actually like go in there and see them, but her and her mom were like sleeping in that bed together, which just like gives me (laughs) nightmares. Um, 
So you and I were not super impressed with her. Anyway, it was Halloween, and my friend um, Melissa visited. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. And we got – we made – oh, what was it called? Um, Oh, apple pie moonshine, which is basically – Yeah, so you basically mull, like, cider spices with Everclear, which for anyone British listening to this is just grain alcohol. It's basically like rocket fuel. Um, yeah, exactly. It's not, it shouldn't be drank straight. Um, but we, yeah, so you basically mull it with like apple cider spices and stuff. And it makes it so that you cannot, because Everclear is, you know, it's like, it's like vodka basically. Um, so it just absorbs the flavor of whatever you're making it with. So you can't taste the Everclear at all, even though it's like ridiculously high in alcohol. So we drank that and um, then went to a house party in Wrigleyville and I completely blacked out. I remember walking home from the house party and walking past Wrigley Field and Wrigley Field in my vision was like up in the upper left-hand corner. Like I was completely (laughs) walking sideways Um, and we like got on the train two stops and went home and then we get obviously because we lived in um, like a campus apartment building, I had to like swipe my college ID to get in got to the thing and went to swipe and I was like, I don't have my wallet. Um, and I, I know I freaked out, but because I was so blacked out, I don't even think that my body like, you know, reacted. So I just like buzzed the buzzer and Christine was just at home. I was like, I mean, you'd remember Beth me, but I was like, I don't have my wallet. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and you buzzed us in and <laughs> we came in I mean, you'll, I mean, you'll be able to say better. What- like a tornado. <laughs> It was so funny. I can't, I can't, it's so funny. I don't remember what I was doing, but I do remember you guys just coming in so drunk, but it was so funny to me. Oh my God. And yeah, so I don't have any memory of us coming in. Um, the next thing I know, I wake up, I am on, cause we, you and I had a bunk bed. You had the bottom bunk. I had the top. I'm really glad that I didn't get up in that top bunk. Like that would have just been bad. Um, so yeah. I fell asleep on the floor of our bedroom, which was hardwood floor, by the way. Um, I fell asleep on the floor with my pants, like around my ankle. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh my God. How did I forget about that? Cause I was focused on the Melissa part of the story, which I knew you're going to get to, but I totally completely forgot that I woke up rolled over and your pants were like oh basically around your ankles on the floor sleeping and I'm like Megan I know are you okay oh my god so then yeah so I I woke up the next morning and you know when you've had a bad night and you wake up and you immediately know that like everything is wrong um and so I immediately jumped up and I was like where's my wallet and couldn't find it uh and now looking back like I oh my god I was so upset I mean to be fair it was so stupid. Like, I don't know why I had so much stuff in my wallet going to a house party. I literally had like my real driver's license, my fake ID. I had like $60 in cash, like my DePaul ID, um, my like CTA pass and all like my U pass and all this stuff. Like I had like everything valuable in there. After that, I obviously like stopped bringing things out unless I knew I was going to need it. Um, but I was like panicking, so I had like the worst anxiety ever. But I was like, where's Melissa? Melissa had like when I had pulled my pants down and fallen asleep on my bedroom floor, Melissa had gone into Chantal's bedroom, which Chantal was not there at that point in time and had fallen asleep on her floor. So not even in the bed, not on the bed, like on the floor. (laughs) So Chantal, apparently (laughs) I didn't witness any of this, but Chantal apparently gets home for, and Chantal was like a film major and didn't drink and like this, that and the other. 
and she gets home and finds like Melissa on her floor and like I don't know I just feel like any like yes of course like it's an invasion of her privacy and it's not super cool but like I don't know I think if it had been me I would have thought it was hilarious um Mm-hmm. But she's like screaming at Melissa, and so Melissa just like is because Melissa didn't do it intentionally. Like she thought she was in the right room. Melissa just like crawled into the living room. But yeah, that was so. Then obviously that was all traumatizing, and I did eventually get my wallet back um, miraculously. But um, the the like next worst part about that story is that. We later, I don't know, I mean, weeks, months later, whatever, found out that Chantal had been blogging about us. And that night... I forgot about that, yeah. too! Oh, my God, I forgot about that! Yeah, that night was um was a huge centerpiece of her blog because she... Um, I'm not trying to make light of, like, alcoholism and people who are affected by it, but she was like, my dad's an alcoholic and finding a drunk woman on my floor was so triggering. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, if you're... Like, I just... Again, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but if you're that triggered by a drunk person, like, don't live on campus housing. Like, there's going to be yeah. drunk people all the time. Um, and, yeah, and she'd been, like she like complained about our political views and she like you yeah you had you and I I think we were both talking about like what we wanted for Christmas and she was like they're so privileged oh my god it was uh yeah I need I so I have a bad memory I guess because I remember I don't remember all those details I just remembered and I also didn't even remember them until you brought them up um that yeah she was like tumbling about us or like or she was like really into like some girl band or like glee or something, oh, something was weird like, was it fifth like, harmony or something yeah yes oh that was God. it yes i know and she taught me a lot about lesbianism that i did not know god remember we were watching glee she's like she's not a lesbian her nails are too long oh, i was like god. what do you mean and, I, and then she explained it i was like uh, it makes sense but please don't say that <laughs> like, she was horrible i get it but and she always wore a yeah. beanie or a beret um i want to know what she's up to i've tried to find but she um hey stop it oh you're fine she yeah so she was writing about us on tumblr and in like the the biggest like i don't know i feel like i probably come across like i'm a really confrontational person but i'm i'm totally not okay i guess i am confrontational but i don't enjoy it and it gives me a lot of anxiety um but like i'll do it where necessary but i was just like all right fuck this um I remember I stood in our bedroom. You were like at home or something with your parents. I like took like three deep breaths and I like went in there and I was like, you've been writing about us on the internet. And she tried to play it like, cause she wrote really horrible things about both of us, but she was like, no, it was all about Christine. And I was like, okay, well, Christine is like one of my best friends. I was like saying that it was all about her, which is bullshit. Doesn't really actually help. <laughs> like, I was just yeah. like, it was so weird. And so, yeah, like she ended up just disappearing and like moving out of the flat. And then because I worked for housing services, I found out later that she had been like kicked out of her two previous, like campus housings like before that she was crazy and yeah i haven't been able to find her on anything she's like one of the only people i do wonder like does she like i if she's just scrolling on the internet she goes and she sees my face or something like oh that's that girl i talked to about the i'm sure she does i'm sure she does she was very internet savvy oh, yeah or whatever. yeah she spent all of her time on the internet but yeah remember when she like almost lit the apartment on fire with the broiling yeah. broiler drawer <laughs> 
And I had forgotten about her mom saying, you maybe remember a lot of things about oh that my girl. Well, and there was also, because you and I used to, like, cook together, which, like, honestly, it's really impressive that we had, like, the coordination to do that for as long as we did. But it was, like, fun. Yeah, because we would split groceries. I think you'd cook more. Oh, my God, your blue cheese, your gore. I forgot. You were, you're George Foreman. Oh, You made these yes. really good burgers a lot. Oh my Those God. were good. I totally, I fucking love a George Foreman. My, I, got, <laughs> I got that because my grandparents won that at, like, their Whoa. casino. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry, my grandparents. Oh, a casino. yeah, won that at the casino, and they like gave it to me. Um, I don't know who, like, if Andrea, or my sister, has that or someone, but yeah. Um, but we cooked together. But anyway, the reason why I was saying that is because we had made like fajitas or something, and we bought salsa, and I guess she also had salsa in the fridge. We accidentally used hers, and she like freaked the fuck out about it, and was like, oh, "I forgot." Oh about that my too. god. <laughs> yeah, she was a little high maintenance. Um, but yeah, she's wherever you are. I hope you're happy and thriving, (laughs) not burning down apartments or finding drunk people. Hopefully she lives alone now. I think that's, I think that's it. Or just, or with her mom, like with her mom is probably where she needs to be. Yeah. I feel like that was just like that checked off my, like everyone has to have one horrible like roommate. That was probably, probably it for me. Well, I'm glad it wasn't me. I know I was a little mess, a little messy, but uh. no, it definitely. I wouldn't have lived with you for half of college if it was horrible. So yeah, it was it was fun, and then I moved on to Emily, and Emily was fun too. Oh, I love Emily. It was that, yeah, she's got she's got a puppy. Oh my god, I know. And, well, and she's the reason I know how to use Zoom now because we'll do Zoom trivia. Oh, so now that's I'm so fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but all right, well, we are we're past an hour now so we should probably oh really wrap it up but um yeah so fun times good time reminiscing i'm glad it worked out i finally figured out my freaking internet and your your headset's good you sound good so it's worth right here nice (laughs) at&t my five shout out give us a sponsorship my work my work uses those um yeah but anyway yeah thanks for uh thanks for coming on i mean do you yeah. want people to find you anywhere on social media or do you want people to just leave you alone? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm the only person in the world named Christine Sidelko, so if, if they want to look, look you up, yeah, look up her old vines. They are worth the watch. Um, <laughs> some of them, I need to do a, a rewatch because some of them, it's like this, I don't remember even making them <laughs> I did them. So. I do remember, like, so, freshman yeah. year, like, when we lived together, you put, like, there was production value in those. Like, you and Luke worked really hard <laughs> on those. They were fun. They yeah. were fun. Yeah. I missed it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's leave it on that. Sounds good. <laughs> All right.